are listening to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. And now, bringing you the latest in science fiction movies and television shows. Here are your hosts. long and This is a capital. We have a little problem with our entry sequence, so we may experience some slight turbulence and then explode. I got a bad feeling about this. Walter, put the cow away, would you? What is this place? It's a freak show. Welcome to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. This is, I can't say that tonight, Miles. I tripped over that the first time we recorded, and we weren't in. I turned down my volume on the prior show and forgot to turn us back up, so we recorded like three minutes without it. And I tripped up then over saying Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. So let me try that one more time, Miles. This is the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. This is Sci-Fi Diner Conversations. I'm one of your hosts, Scott Herzog. And good evening. I'm Miles P. McLaughlin. And this is episode 68, and we know what comes after this one, Miles. The uh, next one, yeah. Yeah, the next one. Next, mm-hmm. next one. Next <clears throat> Anyways, this is a place where we talk about what you, the listeners, really care about, and we know it's about me. We talk yes. about me all the time, uh, right, Scott? Just, just, just me. It's all about you. Keep it's telling all about me. I, well, it's about me. It's about what I think of things. No, seriously, it's about what you guys really are talking about on Facebook. What you guys are emailing us about. It's the voicemails that you're sending us about about the shows you're watching, the movies you're watching. We talk about it all, mm-hmm. and. And we spoil it. We so. spoil it. So if you are caught up on some shows, you may want to, um, <clears throat> you may want to skip this episode. We will be talking about like Fringe Arrow at the end of the episode a little bit more than we will at the beginning. So you can probably watch, listen to the first half and be okay. I'm thinking, but I haven't listened to all the voicemails, so no guarantees. All mm-hmm. bets are off. We're just telling you that right up the bat. Right. So. Uh, Right up the bat? What's that mean? Right <laughs> off the bat. So, but anyways, that is it. By the way, we do have to say that this, tonight's episode is sponsored in full, or at least in part, by the uh, by Michael Cleland. Thank you so much for throwing some change into the tip jar at the SciFiDinerPodcast.com page. And we appreciate when listeners do do that. We don't expect it, but we love you guys and we love when you're able to help share the load as far as with bandwidth and stuff like that. But again, we just enjoy having you along for the ride and... The best way that you can contribute to this podcast is not financially. It is actually through you calling in, giving us your feedback, writing in, joining our Facebook fan page. We just love the community of people that we have around us. Right, Miles? Absolutely. But, Mike, uh, thank you for your financial absolutely, contribution. Absolutely. Absolutely. We are really thankful for it. Mm-hmm. Miles, there's rumors that you are moonlighting as another podcaster. Well, I, I've, I haven't had my podcasting fix, and so I've had to – Go other places. You have to supplement it. Yes. Your habit. And yeah. so uh, the, the, the kind folks from the Delta Quadrant were kind enough to have me on their show. Uh, we talked about we, – we reviewed the movie uh, Star Trek uh, 09, the J.J. Abrams uh, movie. And it was uh, Matt and J.D. are, are the hosts. They uh, uh, invited um, Melissa and myself to join them, and we, we had good old time just talking Star Trek 09. 
And the verdict of Star Trek 09? We, we all rate it very highly. Um, right. uh, um, J- JD, out of five stars, gives it a 6.5. Oh, right. Very good. I don't know how he does that math, but more power to him. More power to him. And so uh, we, all, we all liked it, and we're all very you know um, enthusiastic about it. Uh, also, I, I joined Colin and, and um, uh, Max from Commentary uh, Track Stars, um, and we talked about um, – Oh, also Drew from Trek FM. We we're, we're, we're doing a uh, series on time travel and Star Trek, and so we, we've finished up Next Gen. We just finished up uh, D Space Nine last week, and so uh, once every two weeks we've been coming together and uh, reviewing the, the time travel stories. That has to be fun. If you're a nerd and a geek like me, this is you know get, get a couple other nerds and geeks. We can geek out on time travel and Star Trek. It's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Awesome. Well, I was voting for the geek ticket. I was hoping that Kirk and Spock would win the presidential election, and unfortunately, no dice. I even wrote in. I wrote in the ballot. Right. Not enough write-in votes. No, no. Unfortunate, but Mm -hmm. they were on my ballot. I was going for them here. Mm -hmm. Well, so what's going – what else beyond podcasting is going on in your uh, sci-fi universe over there in Miles Land? Um, Still enjoying the the shows that have come back, uh, Walking Dead – Let's see, Revolution and uh, and Arrow and uh, Fringe. Um, they're all they're all they're, the, the shows have coming out so far. Are great um, Arrow. I'm really sucked into um, uh, the story, and it is just fantastic. I, w- I wasn't didn't know I'd like it as much as I have, but I, re- I really like Arrow. Uh, reading a Stargate Atlantis novel called Argelius, and um, on a audio box front, I'm listening to um, still listening to oh, We're Alive. Right, right. Which you said. It's taking a hiatus. I think it's going to take. Yeah, they didn't have a new episode last week, so they might be taking a little hiatus right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's fine. Mm-hmm. Right, just fine. Well, you know, uh, I guess the other question I have you're not. Are you? Is Big Bang Theory on right now? Oh, I forgot. Yeah, Big Bang Theory's been back. Uh, we're we're enjoying that too. Um, and and sometime in not too distant future, might might even be tonight's episode as we're, we're recording. Um, Will Wheaton and LeVar Burton are, are supposed to guest star. Oh, that would be awesome to see those guys back on. Of course, mm-hmm. I'm saying it like I watch that show, which I don't. Which I know you're trying to get me into, but I haven't yet. Listeners, come on, help me out. We gotta get yeah, Scott to watch campaign, Big Bang Theory. A campaign to do it. Mm-hmm. And once upon a time, Grimm and Vampire Diaries and all those other sh- uh, shows, you are not watching. Do you watch The Last Resort? No, I'm not watching. Yeah, no, so. But uh, you know, I just wonder. And like, there's some of the shows I'm not watching either, but mm-hmm. I hear good things about. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I am only watching right now two TV shows, and it's Fringe and Arrow. I have a bunch. I have all the Walking Dead episodes queued up. I haven't watched a single Walking Dead. I know, guys, you're going to hate me for it. I love Walking Dead immensely, but in the times I've had time to watch TV, priority has always been Fringe and Arrow. I'm immensely. Miles said he's enjoying Arrow. I'm immensely enjoying the season. I think they're doing a really good job with it. I love the backstory. I love the villains. I love how it's it's kind of the, it's kind of this uh, Batman superhero type vibe in it and it just mm-hmm. really is connecting to me it's not so bubblegum superheroish that you see like maybe the super with smallville um i just love the vibe of it and it's really connecting with me it's really connecting yeah. with me and i just really like it so priority arrow has won out over all the other shows that i want even walking dead even though i think those walking dead plays itself so dark and maybe that's just not something i'm into right now mm-hmm. i have them all queued up and i will watch them and Heck, I might even have some time to catch up on them tomorrow because the school I work at caught fire today. 
and uh, we were out of school tomorrow because we were venting the place. It was a minor fire. It wasn't a major fire. We were actually in school after the fire today, but they decided not to bring us back in tomorrow because uh, they wanted to make sure they got everything and they were concerned that there was more wrong with the electrical system than whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm home tomorrow, so maybe I'll catch up with Walking Dead. You know, new kids around to stop me from watching it right. to see the gruesomeness. So mm-hmm. who knows? I definitely will watch Arrow tomorrow first, though. Mm-hmm. So, um, the other things that are happening in my sci-fi world, I finished up the novel Robopocalypse. Mm-hmm. Now, Robopocalypse, I forget the author. You can look it up, Amazon or you know whatever. Is it audio uh, or, or is it or is it? Uh, I listen to it. It's a, it's a book. I read Robopocalypse. It is a it is an audio book. So there's a book out there on it, and they're supposedly they've optioned it to be made into a movie in a few years. So I think that. That's coming down the pipe for us. You'll probably be hearing more about Robopocalypse. Mm-hmm. But it's basically mankind creates a sentient robot that kind of rises up and takes over the world and there's Robopocalypse. And humanity has to fight against it to survive. Their survival and resistance is based on it. Now, I began this book right after reading The Elfstones of Shannara and I was just – had spent – Two, I think I'd read two or three books by Terry Brooks right in a row. And so when I got into Row Apocalypse, it was a difficult transition because this guy writes differently. Right. And so I was like, oh, I'm not sure I like this when I started it. Well, after about two hours into the audiobook, I began to say, I can't put this down. Mm-hmm. It was that good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I finished that. I'm now back on to Game of Thrones book four, which I began. And, uh, and stop. Got sidetracked halfway through it, so I'm beginning and reading it again. Mm-hmm. And I plan on going through the entire thing this time. And then okay. I'll book five, and then I'll be caught up with the series. Mm-hmm. So looking forward to that. Right. So been enjoying that that series as well. Oh, I watched some movies. Oh yes, this past weekend. So let me start with a couple. Let me start with the most recent one that I'm not quite finished with yet, and that is Dark City. Have you seen Dark City? No, I can't say I have. Dark City is an interesting story. What's interesting about it? Is it's this idea of these aliens per se? Again, I, I forget they haven't gotten to the explanation of it, and it's been a while. I did watch it years ago, and I forget what the premise was. Um, but Kiefer Sullivan is one of his first acting roles, probably after Flatliners, because mm-hmm. uh, well, he was in that one, right? And I know he did other stuff prior to it, but this is probably soon after Flatliners. Uh, William Hurt's in it. Um, there's a girl that I should know that's also in it, but. It's a really good at it's it's a really interesting premise. It's really a mental thriller. It's a mental gymnastics, and you're trying to determine what's real. And it's very Matrix s This is pre Matrix, but it has that same vibe. Mm-hmm. Like what is real? What is reality? And the characters are trying to determine that. Cool. So I've been really enjoying watching that in the treadmill. Also watched Battleship, mm-hmm. which I know critics panned it, but it had ACDC in it, <laughs> and it had explosions. It had guns. Uh, it had you on the edge of your seat. It was nonstop action. Heck, it had Qui-Gon Jinn in it. And right. if, you, if you have Qui-Gon Jinn in anything, I'll watch it. Taken 2, Qui-Gon Jinn's in that. I'll watch that when it comes out. Come on. Hmm. Um, so, you know, I, I liked it. Hmm. It's not going to win any movie of the year awards. But it entertained me. Well, that's, you know. Right. You wait till it came out on, on rental or whatever. And and then mm-hmm. I watched Battle LA, mm-hmm. Battle Los Angeles with Two-Face. Oh, right. Yeah, it was Two-Face. Yeah. And Cat from Battlestar Galactica. Mm-hmm. You know, Michelle Rodriguez and Aaron Eckert. And it was pretty good. 
I, I did see that. Movie. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It 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 was earthy and it was kind of interesting that back to back I watched Battleship and then Battle LA and these two alien invasions where we're getting our butts handed to us. <laughs> yeah, you know, and that but uh, and Dark City is not quite the same, but. Mm-hmm. Those first two were kind of that premise. Those are the most recent movies I watched. Cool. Now, what did you think of Battle LA? I enjoyed it. I'm kind of. I'm glad I waited till it came out on rental. Oh, I'm with you there. Um, but, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was it was, it was a good action movie. It was you know not the best sci-fi movie in the world, but it was you know it was, it was entertaining. Yeah. Well. Good. So, uh, but other than that, you haven't seen any more recent movies, right? No, I can't say I have. I have to edit that. Well, let me go ahead and play some voicemail now. We got a voicemail in from Jen from New York. She also writes in after this. So we'll read what she wrote because it kind of follows the email, any, uh, the voicemail anyways. Mm-hmm. She is in New York. Right. What's happened in New York City recently? Well, those of us in the East Coast, uh, we, we experienced a bit of a hurricane. Now, we, in, where we are, we, we've been very fortunate. We, we got just, some rain and some flooding, but not nothing. Too but uh, the folks up in New Jersey and in, in New York City, however, uh, they got hit pretty hard. And I think you're going to hear Jen talk about it. She was in that zone. So, Jen, here at the Sci-Fi Diner, our thoughts, are with, our thoughts are with you and your family. And they're with any of you out there in Sci-Fi Diner land that were a part of this the tragic loss of uh, power and the loss and destruction of property. We know that – and even some loss of life. We really – our thoughts are with you. Absolutely. Yeah. So, But let's hear what Jen has to say in, in, her, in her world and uh, we'll go from there. Hi guys, this is Jen from New York. I figured I wanted to try to call in since I have had no internet for a week now. I mean, I know that kids sound so menial, but I'm still here. I just want people out there to know that I'm still here. And, you know, it's been a little scary, you know. I think this was worse than Irene. But, uh, I was one of the blocking ones, so it was only out of power for a day again. But I've had, like I said, no cable, internet access, or anything for a week now, and they probably will get it until next week, hopefully. But, uh, you know, but since before my world became complete, you know, void, at least, you know, since I got the electricity back, I've been able to watch DVDs at least. And, uh, I just wanted to call in about, um, I actually got to rewatch, actually, it's fun, Galaxy Quest tonight, you know, on DVD. And, uh, you know, I just, and still, I like the, the movie, you know. It's good for laughs, good for entertainment. And, you know, you need, like, something to look, you know, to watch about like conventions and stuff like that. That was one of the main things I loved about the movie, and it's not just about my cousin being in it too, but uh, you know that was a plus. And like I said, he was the alien that got shot toward, more towards the end of the movie, so he had a really good death scene in there. And like I said in my email, um, you know, it's like during one of his off Broadway shows that he did that, uh, you know, out. out Alan Rickman was, like, leaving the, the show at the end, and my cousin stopped him, and he actually said, you know, back to us, you know, never give up, never surrender. So I'm just kind of like going, okay, that was awesome, yay. You know, that, that was cool. So, and also, I've been wanting to say, like, I'm like, I'm probably going to miss white up seeing uh, half the shows this week. And like I said, I hope that I get to see most of them on demand when it gets back. But uh, so far, I've been, I've been really loving, like, The Walking Dead. And it was really kind of sick to see what the governor did with, like, the heads of the, <laughs> the people he killed. You know, and I'm sure, like, uh, Andrea then was, like, saying, you know, she's, like, an ideal guy, but she doesn't really know the real 
thing behind him, but uh, so far so good on that one. It's also cool to see the show. So I just wanted to call in and just let you guys know, you know, we're all surviving, we're all getting by, except, you know, it's all gas. So we're trying to, like, you know, hopefully they get back to more gas soon. So I just wanted to like, call in and let you guys know I'm okay. All right. Bye-bye. Well, uh... It sounds like that she's been through a lot. Yeah, you, Jen, you've survived. You can a lot kind of, of hear it in her voice. You can hear it as she's talking about it. And mm-hmm. uh, it's okay if you're behind in the shows; you will get caught up. There are plenty of ways to find the shows, and we're just glad to hear your voice and that you're all right. Absolutely. Yeah. Now she did say some things. She included some Galaxy Quest comments. She actually did write in some comments as well for Galaxy Quest. So, mm-hmm. um, but I played that gear. She had her cousin was in. Yeah. One of the aliens that was shot. That's kind of cool, Jen. That's – oh, my gosh, yeah. That's like a geek moment right there. The alien that was shot, one of the aliens that was shot. I remember that scene well. Yeah, so very good. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And this whole governor in Walking Dead, can you explain this whole head thing that's going on? Well, yeah. In, in When they introduce the governor and his um, – this town that he sort of runs, um, what happens is Andrea and Michonne, um, they um, – they sort of get apprehended by them. Um, uh, Andrea, Andrea is sick, and so, um, and so they, they, um, they bring him to this town. They treat Andrea, um, and the governor seems, you know, Michonne. He seems like a decent guy, but Michonne, she doesn't trust him or anybody else. We also see Dale back, the guy who lost, who got handcuffed to the top of that building. Right. Well, we heard he was coming back. So he, he, he's part of this town and, um, it's good to have him back. I'm sure. Oh, well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, but what's happening, the governor's sort of doing research on the zombies and he has a guy doing, you know, and so he, in his, they call it a man, his man cave. Um, in this like fish tank or whatever, he has these these zombie heads in it, uh, but they're preserved, and I think they're actually technically they're not totally dead either. I mean, they you can you, you, to kill a zombie, you have to you know destroy the brain or so somehow. But you, you, even if you cut the head off, you know the head's not necessarily dead. Right, and right. So he has these heads in his fish tank, and there's you, you kind of wonder if they're still. Alive in some sense, so it's that was kind of creepy. But I'm, I'm, from what I hear, that's kind of close to the comic book as far as the character of the governor. What, what's happening with Laurie? <coughs> um, Laurie, you mean like Rick's wife? Well, well, what happened to her in this past week's episode is while they're being chased by zombies, uh, she gives birth. Oh, she gives birth. Yeah, and um, you know, can I say? Can I just spoil yeah, it? Go ahead. Well. It, it 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 seems like she she met her end uh, because it was a, it was a pregnancy that she was not going to survive and so um, little Carl has to um, so she doesn't turn um, after the he 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 basically kills her I guess you know kills his mom yeah you don't you, all you hear is a gunshot and but you assume you assume so that that was the last week's episode is so we'll see this week what happens uh, yeah <laughs> so it was. A, Last yeah, it was a very emotional roller coaster. Um, we lost T Dog, uh, but he died a very brave death. We don't know about Carol yet, um, but 
Rick probably should have dealt with one prisoner. He thought, you know, this prisoner was dealt with by, um, by, by locking him out. And so he thought, he thought maybe the zombies got to him. I mean, when, but it looks like this guy escaped and he had a little revenge. So mm, not good, not good. No, not good at all. <laughs> all right. Well, Jen writes in another, uh, this is an email from her. So I'm going to just continue. Let's continue with Jen for a little bit. Then we're going to move into some stuff that Kayla's wrote. Jen says, Sorry for my hysteric phone message I last left. I guess I was feeling kind of that way, and it's okay, Jen. We understand. With everything being really crazy here, I don't know how anyone else is going to do in the aftermath of Hurricane Sandy. It's funny how I watch all these shows about apocalyptic events like Walking Dead and Revolution, and I feel like I'm living it right now. I'll bet. Um, uh, especially since we have a nor'easter coming up on Wednesday. Yeah, they got nailed again with snow. Right. Oy vey. With everyone just getting some power back on, it'll be knocking it out all over again. Do you want to read the next paragraph? So, but I was able to get to see Revolution on demand at my brother's house. It was pretty good, although I feel they really got to get the action going already. I don't know uh, what Alan, the uh, ACDC shirt guy, should have been his wife like that or, or girlfriend, whatever she was, just because he felt like he couldn't keep her safe. I still like the guy, but what the heck? I also got to watch Grimm, which was pretty good again. And I know it was the new intern somehow. But but what, that was uh, some ending and some disgusting-looking creature. And I was glad they saved Bud, but I think his name is uh, – and, and you also know that he is also coming with the, the captain and Juliet. Every time the captain makes a move towards Juliet, I want Nick to walk in on them. But I'm sure it, it could come to a head somehow. Yeah, so let's talk about this. We aren't watching Grimm, right? Right. It's a show that I know we need to watch, guys. We we're, aware, we're aware of that. Yes. But but Revolution, you are. Do mm-hmm. you agree with her that the action needs to pick up the pace a little bit? Um, That's a tough one. I mean, I think they're it, – it's, it's not a high action show. It's, it, it's definitely a character plot-driven show. And so the plots are being unraveled and revealed. You, you, you know who these characters are, who their connections are, and everything. And so, um, and being that it's not, you know, with with there no, there's no electricity, no power. I guess some of the action scenes are going to be limited. I mean, you'll see some sword fighting and maybe some muskets firing, but um, it depends. I mean, if if you if you, if you I don't know if if if, if you feel that's moving too slow for you, then maybe you're gonna want more action. I'm okay with the way, the pacing right now. Right. Well, and you know, Walking Dead's certainly not high action, but there's a I think there's a bit of a difference in the shows too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, well, she goes on to say, I also got to see Arrow. I think it's been pretty good as well. I like it a lot better than the new Beauty and the Beast, which I'm not watching. But it surprised me how they would find out about Oliver so fast. I'm sure the detective was going to die somehow, but I wonder what they'll do to get Oliver out of that situation. They arrested him in the last episode. Of course, this came in before last night's episode, which you and I have not seen, Miles. Mm-hmm. Maybe like that Superman or Batman would do, have someone be the Arrow costume and at the same time everyone sees Oliver kind of thing. That's the only way I can see how he gets out of it. My brother says that it's the best show on TV. I kind of agree with your brother. Oh, it's, it, it's up there. It's up there. Oh, it's definitely up there, yeah. So that's as far as the shows I've gotten to watch off of iTunes this way. It's like a piece of work doing it this way, but it's given me a chance to watch a lot of my old movies. I may go home and put on The Princess Bride. Hey, you killed my father. Prepare to die. Hmm. Uh, also, hope to get to watch Fringe next. Till then, hope to chat again soon. Jen from New York. Jen, again, we're just glad you're all right. Right. And um, I kind of agree this whole Oliver. How did they get Oliver out of the whole situation? We, of course, know that if you watched last night's episode. Mm-hmm. We don't know that yet because we haven't watched it. But, again, best show on television, her brother says. 
I might be agreeing. I might be agreeing. Yeah, it's it, it's definitely my, you know, it's definitely in the top five. Yeah, yeah. Right now. Yep. All right, well, let's move into a short email that uh, Kayla sent. Go ahead. So this is from Kayla. Hi, guys. While I was installing Windows 8 on my computer this morning, I had the Science Channel on and caught an ad saying that Fringe will begin airing on the Science Channel on November 20th. I will finally find out what you guys are always talking about, and I am attaching the webpage uh, here. From the Science Channel. From the Science Channel, yeah. And it gives us a rousing kapla. Yeah, so Science dot discovery dot com backslash tv backslash fringe if you want to find out more about they're airing it so he has not been able to watch fringe no well i'll be curious to see what you think uh um Kalis. i think i think you'll like it yeah absolutely i think it'll mm-hmm. be good well he also called in so let's just go ahead and play some of his comments and hear what he has to say hey guys Kalis here with some comments on the recent sci-fi rewind show that dealt with starship troopers It seemed to me that you thought it might have been a mistake to rewind troopers, but in my mind, nothing could be farther from the truth. It is very easy to comment on a movie that one enjoys because one doesn't have to defend their position when they are in agreement with a majority of people. John's choice of troopers was quite controversial, but I found his comments extremely intelligent, well thought out, and they gave me pause to rethink much of the way I see this movie, as well as the Heinlein novel. All right, I'm going to stop this here. Uh, Kellis, this is the link that you sent of the feedback that that I think that we thought we missed. We did play this on an episode somewhere recently. Right. And so I'm going to stop it. If this is the feedback that you want us to play, let us know. But I think that we either got the wrong feedback or maybe it was a tat strong or maybe I'm missing it, but this is not the feedback that on some of the shows. Uh, he said he sent this in. He said that we had missed some feedback that he sent, and I apologize for mm-hmm. it. And then he sent this, but I don't think this is the feedback that he meant for us to have. Yeah, I think we, we did played, play this. We played this message. We did play yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we're going to move on. And Kayla, do thank thanks for writing in and thanks for sending that in. And we'll we'll go from we'll go from there. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's um, let's move on. Lee wrote in, and do you want to read this email from Lee? Sure. Lee, great guys, as always. I would first like to say that I'm sad that I did not win the Kate Mulgrew giveaway. Maybe next t- time, I guess. Guys, not only was it a huge opening night for Walking Dead, but the internet just about came to a standstill in my part of the country. As you know, Dish users were out of luck as far as the show goes, as AMC and Dish are, are fighting over money again. But AMC won up them by showing that episode on their website the same night they helped with the numbers. No doubt about it. It's, it's one of those two best shows on the air now, along with Game of Thrones. And it did not disappoint. I just seen the uh, sec- first episode and the other night and a little slower, but some great stuff. Now, the, for the Firefly animated series, I really hope that it does not make it to the small screen. It will always seem, it will always seem that something that goes from live action to animated series to never work. I would rather see a reboot in live action. I may get hate mail for that, but there is the way I see it. And as for delay in the Robocop movie, it could be a good thing, like Miles said. It is a wait-and-see type of thing. I really hope they do it well. And one final thing I think that Scott is to lose his geek cred. He needs to stay home more and catch up on a lot of this series. He is falling way behind. And the Phil Marathon, he needs to get back in the uh, groove to keep the geek cred going. By the way, great interview, guys. Keep them coming until then. Peace and long life from the lost mind of Lee. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Well, Lee, it's not just the marathon. It's the. Uh, it's just that my life is very busy with my children and stuff, and so I just had him 
it, the marathon is certainly taking up some time. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe with the colder months, in honesty, I'm, I am doing some more running on the treadmill because it's just getting too dang cold to run outside some of the times. But And so I'm, I am watching some more stuff on that. So I do hear you. Uh, and maybe I'm losing a little bit of geek cred here, but uh, I'm still keeping up and still loving the sci-fi shows that, that are up there that you guys are discussing. Let's talk about his view of Walking Dead. So mm-hmm. Dish, by the way, did resolve their conflict with AMC, and now they're back on track and airing right. it again. So, mm-hmm. so that should make Dish, uh, Dish, Dish, just viewers happy. Um, and uh, just hang on, buddy. Uh, that should make Dish viewers happy. Oh yeah, uh, about that. And um, so I don't know, but the second best show, uh, along with Game of Thrones, Firefly, the animated series, Miles. What do you think of his opinion on that? Well, it's not going to, you know, make everybody happy. I, I, I think the, the animated series is probably the best way if we want to see these characters come back. Okay. If you want to see these characters voiced by the original cast, mm-hmm. the animated series is the way to go. Sure. If you're going to give me a new storyline set in the same universe, flying a Firefly ship, then reboot it. And don't do the comic. But I think if you want to get the original cast back, it has to be animated. Sure. Too much time has passed and everybody has got work doing something else. And so probably doing it in a recording studio is probably the you know the easiest way to get everybody back together again. Well, you know, let's, uh, let's take Lee Stanso. Mm-hmm. He is right that when you take a show and you suddenly make it animated, it does lose something. There is something lost in it. Right. I mean, it, it may – the idea of it being animated might think it may be kind of dumbed down so it's more family-friendly or – Yeah, not whatever. everyone likes animated stuff. But. So – but I, I, I'm, I would be, you know, you know, I would just love to see these, these characters come back. And so I would be okay with animated. Well, but, and he's up for the, uh, the delay in the RoboCop. It could be a good thing. Yeah, if, whatever, if, if that's what it takes to make sure this movie is good. Yeah. Well, let's move into some listener feedback on the Facebook page. And we have not watched the most recent Arrow, but we have some thoughts on the most recent Arrow damage from you guys. And Jason asked, uh, what are your thoughts on the episode 5 of Damage? And people are liking it. Right. Um, Neil is saying um, uh, Dig didn't join in until after Oliver had revealed himself in the stairway. So had Oliver planned to have that happen if they had stumbled on the footage before Dig joined him? Uh, you know, I don't know, but then Ben says Ollie planned to be seen so he could be arrested. I think he planned to have Diggs trust by the time they figured out it was him. Mm-hmm. So, by the way, this of course is answering the question that we had: that we, how's Oliver getting out of this? Right. Uh, and so uh, Ben continues on. Uh, um, like the theme of the show, lies usually the line gets glossed over, but tonight had Ollie lying outright to everyone. He, he committed perjury multiple times while lying to, to the face of the people he loves. He ha- he has to do it to what the story is doing. Has to. I was just glad to see things, see them actually tackle the subject uh, instead of just accepting it as the way superheroes do things. Mike Crate said, "I had to keep checking on this one on CW. Granted, Supernatural has never been afraid to go dark and well messy for normal for more normal settings. Smallville was out there, unexpected and highly entertaining. I did think the solution was obvious, or at least one of the two options. Slipping the anklet." Was the other, but the island backstory is proving a compelling viewing. I, I would agree. I'm enjoying yeah. the island. Yeah, the sure. island stuff is great, and mm-hmm. just you want to know more about the mysterious Chinese guy in the island. So you get to see how this this, this 
this spoiled rich rich boy becomes this uh, vigilante superhero. Yeah, but I think that's an important backstory. Oh, oh, it definitely is. Yeah, yeah. Michael Cleland said, "I'm really enjoying the show. I like how they show what happened to him in the island and how he's portraying himself now that he's back home. I want more of Arrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good." Well, another show that we want more of is Friend. Right. The origin story. Now, I'm going to be honest, Miles. When you hear the title origin story, you think, well, we're going back to the current present time, right? Right. Not in 2036. But it wasn't like that at all except for a short video clip. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, here's what Neil says. Neil says, another good episode. I forgot all about the title of the episode while watching it, but we see that indeed holds. It is the origin of Peter presumably gaining new powers. Could be, and yeah, we don't know for sure. But we'll see. What will Peter Observer be like? Right? Brian says, "Can't wait till next episode when we really get to see his powers." I just hope it doesn't harden him where he he's emotionless. You know, I'm worried this is going to put a rift between him and Olivia. Right. And I think that's a risk. And Walter hints that you guys got to stick together. Yeah, we got to see some good human moments with Walter. I mean, yeah. bringing that that videotape of the, the birthday party for for Etta and. Uh, you know, we usually think you know. I mean, Walter's a genius, but he's often out there. But I mean, it's 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 cool. He's trying to. He's looking out for Olivia and uh, um, and Peter. Jason Taylor said, "You don't know what you don't know." <laughs> yeah, he's about to learn it all now. Right. Lee says, "I know that Peter will gain plenty with that device in his neck, but what about what Olivia? She has her uh, own powers, but nothing has come of it in the time period. Why is that? I think that someone else is going to uh, die." Don't know what, what but I, I got the feeling. Uh, you're probably right. I am not convinced that Ed is dead. We see her face up in the billboard and those posters later on. I think she's around. We're going to see her this next episode. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow night, we're going to see her. Or tonight, whenever you're listening to this episode, we will see her. I'm predicting it. We're recording it Thursday before Fringe. You'll see Edda. And I'm not checking in the spoilers. I could probably figure this out if I wanted to f- really find out. About okay. Okay. Mike Crate says, a very strong episode. Uh, dark overtones both with Peter's actions and his inability to see how others, especially Olivia, are hurting. Love the new posters. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We have a few more thoughts on The Walking Dead, The Killer Within, and this first one is from Katie Moser. Uh, Katie says, I thought it moved really fast compared to some episodes. Said about T-Dog, wondering where they're, they're headed with the, gov- with the governor. Yeah. <laughs> Sean Tube says, thoughts? Holy crap. Is that a thought? It was crazy. <laughs> T-Dog, Lori, and Carl, all there with, there with Lori. Insane, but amazing. Uh, Lee says, it moved so fast that I, I thought it was only a 30-minute episode. Wow, T-Dog bit the, the big one, and Lori gone. Too epic. Too very epic. So uh, a lot of positive thoughts about the most recent episode of Walking Dead. Right. Was this episode, the one that just aired, your favorite of the season so far? Oh, I I, I don't know if I called it favorite. It was just it, – it, 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 it was very intense. But um, maybe the first one in the, se- this, the series was probably my favorite. But um, but this was very good. There hasn't been a bad episode in it in, so far. Well, I can't wait to watch it. Yeah. I, I will make time. I will mm-hmm. make time. Maybe tomorrow. Uh, Jason, we're going to end with some thoughts on Grimm, which, of course, you and I are not watching. But, but the most recent episode of Grimm, Hour of Death, uh, Neil wrote in. Do you want to share what Neil wrote? Neil says, I had no suspicions that the intern story would take this turn. I wonder if this actor is due to appear on, on Bones again anytime soon. I wonder which actor that is. I'm a huge fan of Bones. Okay. Uh, Jason said, I didn't see it being an intern. I did buy him being a, a Grimm until it was revealed that he wasn't. But it begs a question that if his mother is still in town, and what is she up to? 
Lee says, all I wanted to know was what the what the hack was he? Yeah, I think it was what the heck was he. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so people still loving Fringe. People, a few comments in Once Upon a Time. I didn't put it in here, but I know some of you are watching that. That's it, Miles. All right. Well, you know, if you guys or whatever shows you're watching, whatever movies you're watching, let us know. Call us at 1-888-508-4343 or email us at sci-fi-diner-podcast.com. Sci-fi-diner-podcast.com. Sci-fi-diner at gmail.com. I'll get it right. Mm-hmm. Or sci-fi-diner-podcast at gmail.com. All right. Uh, and you can join our Facebook fan page, right? Absolutely. We have a very thriving discussion on there. We're talking about all the shows we're watching. Facebook.com backslash sci-fi diner. And that'll get you there. You can always visit our main site as well to find all that information. We're on Twitter and so on. But we just appreciate you guys writing in, letting us know your thoughts about the shows you're watching and, us, and enabling us to dialogue just a little more about it. And we just really appreciate it. You can always send your thoughts via an MP3 if you want. Well, I believe that's about it, Miles. Okay, well, till next time, good night and good luck. We will see you. <laughs>